0: Welcome everybody back to the Game Vault podcast. I am your host Mark, and uh, uh, this is feeling very familiar. Uh, uh, who's in here with me?
1: Uh, hi, uh, I'm kind of new here. I've never done this before. This is Jenny. I don't know. I don't know if anyone knows me out there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, first time, long time.
1: First time, long time. Yep. Yeah. The
0: gang is back together, everyone.
1: Yay! Yay! <laughs>
0: yeah. Thank you, Jenny, for joining us um, once again. And uh, we have number one gamer dad, Tom, back.
2: Uh,
1: How good are you to be guys back. doing? Not too bad. Thank you.
2: Doing well. Exhausted, but doing well. That, that sounds like the next
0: 18 years. Tom.
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's my life, being ex- constantly exhausted.
0: So um, I know it's been a while for Jen. Um, but uh, we'll get right into um, what I've been playing. So, Jen, uh, what have you been up to game-wise since we last heard from you?
1: Um, so, not too many different kinds of games, but a lot has changed within the few games that I've played. Um, so, starting out Dead by Daylight, uh, we kind of had a little breakup again. Uh, I, I just got tired of, you know, the same old stuff that I always talk about with that game.
0: Was it getting too sweaty for you?
1: Kind of, it just it so with the whole rank resetting or grade reset thing people just get really memey and trolly towards the time that it's about to reset and then it's like hardcore sweat when it resets and people are trying to be the first ones back to the red grades which is silly but i get people play how they play that's fine um so i stopped playing that for a little bit and they announced as you talked about on a past episode of this podcast, they announced the hooked on you game that we were talking about a few episodes ago. Um, it's confirmed to be a real thing. It wasn't a joke, even though we all pretty much knew that it wasn't a joke. Um, so that's, I believe coming out soonish. I don't remember the date offhand, but they're giving out some kind of dead by daylight perks. If you download and play the game, I think you might get a skin or something from downloading the game. Um, I don't know if I'm going to download it. It's a little (laughs) silly in my opinion, but I might just check it out just to see exactly. I know what it's about, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Yeah. see, see what I think of it, I guess without judging it without playing. Um, And then they had their sixth anniversary stream. I believe it was the other day. I missed the live stream, but I, all I had to do was uh, check into my dead by daylight Facebook group and I was hit with a ton of upsetting news, in my opinion. I am I play Killer and Survivor. I lean more towards Survivor. They are, in my opinion, making this game so killer-sided with the new updates they're coming out with. They're redoing, like, I forget the number off the top of my head, a ton of perks. They're nerfing a ton of perks that I really like as a Survivor. And they're buffing the hell out of Killers. Um... It's a really long list to go into, so I won't. Um, If anyone wants to check it out, the Dead by Daylight forum, uh, they list the developer's update on there. It lists everything that, you know, changed. So if you want to go check that out in detail, you can. But um, some of my favorite perks, like um, Spine Chill, where if you were in the killer's vicinity of a certain distance, depending on how much you, you leveled up the perk, it would light up and let you know that the killer was nearby, so you would, you know, have to be sneaky and hide. Um, now the killer has to see you for it to light up. What's the point of that? I don't know. Um, so they're they're just doing other things that I personally don't agree with, but I know a lot of people are happy about it. So that's fine. I hope whoever's out there is listening is happy about it. Cause I'm not. Um they're also making changes to the way prestige works. So now prestige doesn't cap at three. Sorry to tell you this, Mark. Oh um, man, prestige, I gotta get back in. <laughs> yeah. Prestiging, I don't even know if there's a prestiging cap. Um, but I believe prestiging every time you prestige your perks on that character level up to the next level, something like that. So they're really putting an emphasis on prestiging your characters. Um, basically everything in the game is changing and where I'm excited when Phasmo makes changes, I'm not so excited about these DVD changes. I think it's going to totally change the game completely. I don't know until I play, obviously, so I will give it a chance, but I. Not super excited about all this stuff. We'll put it that way. Um, And then Phasmo had a ton of new updates. Um, They're coming out with a new map. It's basically the Asylum only practically cut in half. So they're redoing Asylum, um, which I'm really happy about because Asylum was way too big, in my opinion. It had like 114 or 140 rooms, something like that, which is insane. So now it's going to have about 70, which is still a lot, but much more manageable. They came out with three new ghosts, which are really cool. One of them, you can't hide from it. It could see you no matter where you are. But it's slow as hell. So you can literally loop it, and it's hilarious.
0: That's not every ghost, Jen, that can (laughs) see you no matter where you hide. That's up in my experience.
1: I was going to say, is that what your strategy has been? (laughs) Um so, yeah, that, that's called the Diogen. It's really it's really creepy to be super close to a ghost while it's hunting you, but it can't catch you unless yeah. you get too close to it. So um, it's been fun there. They changed the truck. They changed all the, the item loadouts. Some of the amounts of the items have changed. Um, some of the look of some of the items have changed. So it's all been good stuff there. They still haven't done the level reset yet. I think that's coming soon-ish, but um, everyone's levels are still where they were. Um, that's pretty much it with Phasmo. And then the game that I've been spending the most time on, by far, is Ark. Um, and that is, if you haven't heard of it, it is a uh, survival dinosaur-themed game. Um, it's been in early access for five years. And they're coming out with Ark 2 now, which is just recently announced. So I guess yeah. I'm in for Ark 2 as well. I was going to ask
2: if you, were, if you were in for family yeah. Ark.
1: Yes, family arc. Well, I'm trying to convince Dan to play, and he he's not yeah. a fan of of like what are they called sim either simulation games or games where you have to be creative and build things. Or Vin so, Diesel. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah you, I, you said that title wrong. It is Vin Diesel's. Arc
1: Vin two. Diesel's arc too. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe I'll get him to play just based on that. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. But I'll, I'll throw that at him. But um, it's been a ton of fun. I'm in a. Really good server with, um, he was a guest on our podcast in the past, Death Comes, a.k.a. James. He and his community and and part of my community were in this server together. And it's really helpful because this game gets very difficult. Um, and it's helpful to have people that know what they're doing and help you out. So we're having a lot of fun and uh, slowly leveling up and collecting really crazy dinosaurs. I have a wyvern. I have a magmasaur, which is like a giant salamander that's on fire. I have a lot of cool stuff. So. If anyone's interested, we could talk about it more offline. Um, But that's pretty much it. Besides those three games, I haven't really been playing too much. I've been really busy. So, yeah, that's all from me. Yeah,
0: sounds good. Gamer Dad, what have you been doing? Let's see.
2: Uh, I decided to continue a playthrough that I had started, like a casual playthrough I had started of Final Fantasy VII, uh, as you do. Yeah. Because it... (laughs) It's it was easy to pick up and play because it's on this. I have it on the Switch, so and I had already gotten through like one, like ha- at least half to two thirds of the game. So I just decided I'd pick it back up and and go through it as all of this news has been coming about, uh, which I, I I could play through that game anytime. I, I've also been using it to test my Mister to see if I can get certain hacks to work on it. Because in the original game, there are stats that are broken. The magic defense stat does not work in the game at all. So I I decided to try out a, a ROM hack to see if I could get that working. Which has been working, what, to my surprise. And uh, it just makes the mystery that much better. That I can play the the best, uh, my, in my opinion, the best version of the game. Without having to deal with the broken pieces. Um, let's see, what else have I been playing? Uh, I... I've been playing Shredder's Revenge, TMNT. Shredder's Revenge, what a game! Yeah, it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. It's on Game Pass, so I didn't even have to buy it. Uh,
0: That's always good. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: anybody who, anybody who has Game Pass and enjoys Turtles in Time or even the original arcade game, download it now. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> uh, it's really it's got a r- really cool thing where it's got an arcade mode, but it also has a story mode so you can like save your progress and come back yeah you don't have you don't have to worry about um about just doing it in one playthrough which is nice it's nice for us old gamer dads that can't play through a game in one sitting anymore uh but yeah that's that's pretty much all i've been playing uh i've I, i'm glad i got at least something new to talk about uh and if you if you haven't played um shredder's revenge and you like beat 'em ups or and if you even if you don't have an interest in turtles, it's a really good em up, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it can be good for a beginner who just wants to button mash, or it can be good for someone who wants to be good at the game. You can learn certain combos and things to make to juggle to, uh, to juggle your opponents and things, and uh, make it make it feel like you're actually powerful as opposed to just mashing buttons. So uh, that's that's my recommendation for this week: is go play uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge.
0: Yeah, so I have been meaning to pick up that game, uh, especially because I saw that a certain uh streamer mm-hmm. um played it. Mm-hmm. Uh so um I'm trying to maybe work out playing on his stream with him. Uh but for me, I've been playing um, you know, my basics, you know, I've been playing through the sports games. I picked up um uh the uh new I upgraded to the PlayStation Plus, you know, newer um, scale. I went to the second one, not all the way up, because it's not really worth it for the classic games right now. Um, and then, uh, so I was able to download, um, a couple games we'll talk about later in our, in our topic, um, that I've been wanting to play. Uh, but for now, it seems like it's a fine upgrade if you're, if you want to play, if you haven't played through a lot of those, uh, PS5 games, um, like Miles Morales and Returnal and Darks and Demon Souls and, and that stuff. Um, I don't know if there'll be what the delay will be on Sony first-party games um, to put on there. I don't know if you know when something like Horizon or God of War or whatever will come to. Um, but for now, if you have the few extra bucks a month, um, you know it, it, it's worth it uh, to to upgrade. Uh, but if you're into classic games, as Tom has recommended to me, I would just get a Mister. Um, you spend half the price, or about a third to a half the price that it would cost to make a Mister. Um, per year with the fully upgraded PlayStation Plus, so um, not worth it. Uh, but the thing I did do, um, as you saw on stream on Monday, um, is I played through um, a bunch of the uh, Steam demos uh, that came out, um, and I found um, two that I really am interested in and and waitlisted them, uh, or waitlisted them, I should say. Um, Tom, there's one that I'm not sure if it's too gory for you or maybe not, but yet I know you would really enjoy the music, uh, but Metal Hellsinger. Um, is, is that the rhythm game? Yeah, the rhythm demon killing game. Yeah. Well, if it's, if it, it gore only,
2: only, like, makes, it gives me problems when it looks realistic and it's not, and
0: if it's, like, humans, I guess. So you would be okay with Doom 2016, essentially. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, I've, then you'll get this you'll, Doom, yeah. you'll
0: love this game then, Tom. Um, it's all written by like various um levels of legends of metal music. Um have wrote and wrote and, written songs um for the game. I know the lead singer System of a Down um did a song. Um and they are very um into the music that they're using uh, because they put the um, music title um, and who wrote it, and all at the corner of the screen at the beginning of every level. Oh, that's uh, cool! So, um, and the coolest part is that once you get up to the highest multiplier, um, that's when the vocals kick in um, for it. So, um, it's like your reward for doing really well is and, you get the full song, and it just kicks ass. And I know for me, not being as musically inclined um, as you or maybe some of our other friends, while I'm playing the whole time, I'm just tapping my foot to keep the beat as I'm playing <laughs> through it. Um, like, involuntarily. like that's um, So, I think you'll like it a lot. I loved it. Um, you might also love the other one that I'm um, going to mention. Um, WrestleQuest. Um,
2: Is that like a wrestling RPG? Yeah. Turn-based. Yeah. Um, oh, turn-based. Yeah. Man, I'll have
0: to look that up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that looks really good. They do what they can to um be legally distinct in some cases, um from real wrestlers, but they do seem to have licenses for a couple of wrestlers. Like Jeff Jarrett and Macho Man and there are I a couple mean, Jeff, others.
2: Jeff Jarrett needs that uh needs that paycheck,
0: obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He would do he would do anything, um, you know, to, to make that money. He's even, you know, uh he's doing Ric Flair's last match thing that may or may not go well. Um but yeah, so WrestleQuest um, was really good um, from, from, the, from the little bit I played on stream. Um, so I'm definitely picking those two up. Um, what, about, I, what about Agent Sixty Four? What did you think of that? <laughs> I mean, I've never played a game like that before, Tom. Um, it's a completely new idea um, that uh, these. I don't know why nobody thought of a of a of a game that looked and plays like that. Um, obviously, I'll. Uh, I'll pick it up. It'll probably be something we'll play, you know, we'll multiplayer, maybe as a little segment of extra life or something. Um, but yeah, I I think I waitlisted for that. I don't know, but um, yeah, that game it's it's goldeneye. It's it's literally gold, just well, yeah. it's goldeneye. Um, that's, all, that's all we want. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> that. It's like they didn't even they sort like I'll, I'll everything. Them,
2: every, everything looks super blocky still, right?
0: Yeah, I'll give them credit for one thing. They found a way, I'll use this word twice in the same segment, but I don't care. They found a way to do legally distinct Bond music that kind of sounds like Bond music, but is not Bond music uh, in the levels um, in it. And it's, uh, it's good. Um, it was probably third or fourth on my list. Um, I'm, it, it cuts off after those first two, where I'm like, I'm no one playing those two games, you yeah. know, for sure. Metal Health Singer and WrestleQuest. Um, I might not be any good at Middle health Center, uh, <laughs> but but I will play it, um, as we'll find out when we talk about this week's game.
2: I was going to say foreshadowing.
0: Uh, foreshadowing. Um, but yeah, so Agent 64, obviously, I'll probably have it and just be like, because it's probably not going to be that much when it comes out. Um, I can't imagine. Uh, but the fourth game that I'm on the fence with is Cult of the Lamb, um, which is like a survival um, game where you sort of, you know, when, once you die in it, you have to restart the whole game. It's like a run-based thing. It's a uh, roguelike? Sort of. Um, I couldn't really judge from what I played in the demo exactly what it'll feel like. But yeah, it gave me good vibes um, from, the, from the beginning. Um, unlike the two card-based games that I played on stream that I immediately had no idea what I was doing. Um, and, and immediately was like, I don't like these games. I like the look of one of them. Um, uh, I think it's Beneferessa, which is the one that like looks like medieval people fighting Borderlands enemies. Um, so yeah, there's a couple others I want to check out. Angry Foot's on there that that I played through. Um, but I'm not really. I was. I love. I liked Hotline Miami, but it's not one I'm going to run out and play. Um, but yeah. And so that's mainly the stuff I've been playing. Um, I'm probably gonna pick up Miles Morales and start playing that this week and um, get on. Uh, some more uh PC games now that I have a thirty sixty.
1: Woo Congratulations. <laughs>
0: yeah, which means uh, slight detour that um one Miss Kitty Ashcat has a sixteen sixty super in her new PC,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, she's been she's she's happy. She has uh, Minecraft, Genshin, and a whole bunch of other games that I don't know if she's playing or not that I downloaded for her. Um, she did try to play Phasmo, Jen, as I, I had mentioned to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but freaked out the moment the EMF reader went off.
1: I don't blame um, her. She she told me that um, on my stream, she popped into chat and she was very excited. And she was like, she did with like a little sad face. She was like, but I got scared as soon as, you know, as soon as the hunt started or as soon as the EMF, whatever, however she said it. Um, so I was like, listen, I was terrified of this game to the point where I would like have nightmares sometimes. <laughs> Which is silly. I was like, You're, "You'll get used to it if you practice." And I said, "I know your uncle Mark would love to play it with you, so make sure you ask him." And she's like, "Okay." <laughs> yes. So maybe we can uh, the three of us can play off stream together sometime.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's, she's she's very
1: cute, very excited.
0: Yeah, I just gotta get her, you know, a headset. Um,
1: yeah. Sort of. Yeah, setup. she uh, she asked if she would need one, and I said, "Yeah, it's it's for the best having a headset and a microphone."
0: Yeah, she still has her literal birthday coming up that i could perfect for but um yeah so that was that was most of my um week playing through that stuff um yeah i'm looking forward to tom i got a quick question for you sure um i don't know if you've seen the news about the people sort of figuring out that the new college football game's coming next year um in there
2: yeah it's like the worst kept secret i think of (laughs) all
0: time my question for you because i didn't understand some of the people complaining um if they just came out with basic ass you can do a f- dynasty and you know and just play through and be able to play side seasons but the dynasty's like bare bones um you're fine with that right cuz i think i am too um i would want
2: dynasty and like the whatever the the creative player mode is okay other than that yeah. i don't care as yeah. long as you can like do re- the recruiting stuff that's all i would yeah. care
0: about yeah i was just but- yeah yeah, ever since I heard that news, I've been thinking of it, I was like, next time I talk to Tom, I got to check because I'm just like, just give me the basic stuff, like the things you mentioned, and I'm fine. I don't need it to be as in-depth as it was at the end of the PS3 era. I you think know?
2: they I think they I think they messed some stuff up towards the end of that anyway. I think yeah. they need to go back to like the early 2000s versions of the games and go from there. Yeah. Honestly. But yeah. yeah. I yeah. It, I don't need I don't need a million different things to worry about. Just, I honestly, my favorite part, usually the first thing I will do is do the create a, uh, create a player and go through a, like a career. Yeah. Especially back in the day when you could do the import your character into Madden. Yeah. That was, that was the best thing ever, but
0: yeah, they, they should have that. But I wonder what the legality is now. Cause it was like a wild west back then because people would create the college people. And then well, now, the now everybody's getting paid. So yeah, that's the- true. <laughs> so anyway, slight detour there um, because there, there was no news about it. So I wanted to put it at the end of the game segment. Um, yeah. So we're going to have a lot more coming up um, in the summer. Um, you know, Game Pass seems to have a lot of great stuff coming up. If you listen to my solo podcast last week. Um, Good and- job on that,
2: that way, Mark. Oh,
0: thank you. Um, it's not easy to talk by yourself for an hour. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I had watched multiple uh, talkovers and stuff of those streams. I had opinions um, about some of the games, so it was fun. Um, but, yeah, so we'll have a lot of stuff once that starts coming up to games I'm going to jump in and out of. But on to the news. Um, Tom, I'm going to start off with some sad news for you. Um, apparently, uh, before uh, Vicarious Visions was blended into Blizzard... There were uh, plans for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater three and four remaster.
2: I I heard this and it really pissed me off. <laughs> so I was yes. like, Activision, you couldn't just like bef- before you you went away, you couldn't like let this happen. You had to be pieces of yeah. shit and <laughs> yeah. not let it happen.
0: Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, um, Tony Hawk was on a, on Twitch with a streamer known as Andy Thps. Um, I wonder what he streams.
2: By um, the way, the he he was on twitch this week last week yeah they did a whole tony hawk pro skater like thing on games done quick they did like every game and they did tournaments and all kinds of other stuff so if you're interested in tony hawk pro skater uh speed running go
0: check that out a lot of yeah. stuff yeah i popped in for a little bit on that It was pretty cool but yeah so you can tell just from um you can find the audio um on twitter um if i talking but you you can sort of tell that he's kind of pissed off about this. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's, there's it's, money on the table for him too.
0: Yeah, and he's just like, yeah. And other people pitched, and Activision was like, nah. On on what to do, the so, game was except... huge.
2: I don't I don't understand. I don't I don't know what their thought process was. It's not like the game didn't sell one yeah. and two. I w- had to have sold a million copies, yeah. but for whatever reason, they decided, nah, nah. We're not gonna do three and four. Which yeah, yeah. Argu- arguably would have sold more
0: yeah, and um um I'm the I guess good news is that they didn't cancel like people didn't lose their jobs because they decided not to do this, they just never got past pre-production yeah so good news side of it <laughs> it's still sad. upsetting but yeah. still upsetting, but you're like people didn't lose their jobs over this um, but hopefully maybe getting some news here and it goes to Microsoft and they can see the boon that putting uh you know Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 on Game Pass could do um, for subscriptions. Um, Maybe. I have my fingers crossed about a bunch of stuff once it switches over to Microsoft. Um, Especially one thing I saw in the news I'm not going to bring up because it's already been a shitty day and a couple of days out there for news for awful people um, getting what they want. But um, I hope when Microsoft takes over um, things change for Activision Blizzard uh, and all that. Yeah, that's hopeful. I'm very hopeful for that too. Yeah so uh moving on to something that um kind of fun but um seemingly finally confirmed the rumor for years um uh yuji naka uh kind of confirmed that uh some of the soundtrack of sonic 3 had michael jackson involvement
1: Ah, interesting i feel like
2: i feel like that's like the word again a very poorly kept secret in retro gaming jen this was a rumor like in the nineties Oh wow! and it like nobody ever confirmed it until much later. But yeah, Yeah, it's, it's it's really weird that it's coming up like now that it's the, yeah. Oh yeah. He was definitely on it. Like why, why did it take so long? He's been dead for like 10 years and we're now,
0: we're now confirming. I don't know.
2: It just didn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. So, so the update from the original came back, you know, he kind of walked it back a little bit. But essentially, the reason Matty sort of semi-confirmed that there's some connection is that some of the music in Sonic 3 and Sonic Origins um, had to be changed for li- licensing reasons um, because of Michael. And he might t- mention Michael Jackson in the comment. Um, so okay. it's kind of fun that there's still I don't know if it's a legal reason that they're still not 100 percent confirming it. I think, um, I think they
2: confirmed that he didn't want to be like recognized on it. Yeah, I thought I thought that was the reason, but I could be wrong. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's just just kind of a weird, fun story, whether it's true or not. Um, you know, the urban legend continues um, with this. And, you know, Sonic needed some news to distract from the fact that um, the hot and cold takes on uh, on Sonic Frontiers. So um, whether open world Sonic actually will do well. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see if, if anything actually comes of this, but um, it was a cool, neat story um, to uh, to see there. Um, yeah, and I heard also that the Sonic Origins people were pissed with some of the changes they made to the game without really consulting um, <laughs> the developers. So, uh, fun times over at Sega. <laughs> yeah. And moving on to um, something that I'm very confused about and don't know if you guys saw, um, and would just like to uh, just talk through it and get our opinions on it. Um, Chris Pratt describes his Mario voice as being unlike anything you've heard in the Mario world.
1: Yeah, that scares me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I can't imagine what it means so much that I don't know if it's a good thing or not.
2: I I think it just means he's going to use his own voice. <laughs> that's I, a really
1: fancy way of saying that, if that's the case.
2: Well, I think he's he's looking for a reaction, honestly. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't know. I just... <laughs> I I'm, the, I'm I'm confused by it as well, but honestly... I don't care that much. Yeah. Chris Pratt could do whatever. I mean, they've already screwed up Mario so bad in the movies that this does. It doesn't really matter what this is. It'll be. It has to be better than what we already have.
0: Yeah. So um, this all came on the heels of uh, Illumination, um, the makers of uh, the Minions, um, that the uh, movie was delayed to next spring. You remember it was supposed to come out this winter. Um, but it's now a release date of April seventh um, out there. So they're, I guess, just putting the final touches on it and um, just getting more of that unbelievable performance from Chris Pratt um, to put in. In as everybody is describing it as phenomenal. Um, yeah, it's it reads to me, and maybe I'm just cynical in general, is that they heard the backlash and they're just going to be overly praising anything about Chris Pratt in this movie. Listen, I. I, again, like I said, they could do
2: anything with this yeah. movie, and it doesn't matter. Um, uh I, people are gonna go see it, and it's gonna be whatever. So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it just, yeah, it just made me laugh the way <laughs> Nintendo's so much acting like the, uh like, like going, no, 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 it's fine, fine. Like, don't look, it's good. Trust us, <laughs> you know, with all this. But I'm interested to see what it actually is. I want to see a trailer. To be honest, it's all I want to see. Um, so.
1: Do you think if they showed a trailer with all this mystery around Mario's voice, do you think they're actually going to show him talking or have him talking?
0: If I was them and this is just the way I think, no, he doesn't say a word (laughs) in the first trailer.
1: That's what I was uh, thinking, the same thing.
0: He does not. Um, So, yeah. So for those who don't remember, Chris Pratt will be joined by Charlie Day, Anya Taylor-Joy, Jack Black, Keegan-Michael Key, and, of course, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. So. Yeah,
2: I don't know, like, it,
0: all these people as these characters, they're just going to be themselves. It's just going to be like the Lego movie, is what I'm assuming. Yeah. But, right. yeah, I just, uh, minus Will Arnett's Great Batman. Um, well, <laughs> you can't really beat that. The, oh, oh, by the way, news just popped before I was able to put this all together, but apparently he's voicing Sweet Tooth or something. Oh, yeah, I, I did yeah. hear that. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that'll be better. Um <laughs> So moving on, um, in the uh, completely uh, unexpected news, um, since it is just an expansion, um, Overwatch 2 will replace Overwatch when it goes into early access. Um, You know, it's just essentially just an expansion of the first game. So no surprise. I I don't think any of us play Overwatch, but um, it's, you know, they're... Finally you know confirming that there won't be like two separate games that you can play out there
2: yeah the whole the whole thing's weird to me why why make an over why call it overwatch two? why not just it, especially if it's gonna replace the game just just call it an expansion i don't I don't know yeah, that's just me like destiny two is a completely game from t- completely different game from destiny right. which makes sense they they you can play either one of them. By themselves, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to just continually play one. The they, they didn't it didn't replace anything. Why call it Overwatch Two if it's replacing Overwatch One? Yeah. It's gonna piss a lot of people off.
0: Yeah, because I think it changes from six v six to five v five. So, and yeah, oh, I don't understand the changes. Yeah.
2: It's so weird to me.
0: Yeah, all, all the people that like the six v six, I think, are going to be for- oh, excuse me forced to the five v five, and. It's not going to be great, um, but just interested to see uh, the reception on it. Um, so, yeah, that, there's a light gaming news after the last week of, of like, just news upon news upon news. Uh, speaking of, one of the final things um, that happened no, was the... No uh, pun intended. No, fi- no pun intended. <laughs> um, the Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary stream, um, which I always go into these type of streams with low expectations. Um, like maybe it'll give me one thing that I'm looking at, or maybe two, but this fourteen minute press conference gave me every single thing I've wanted to hear about in terms so, of the Final Fantasy Seven universe.
2: Mark, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that this is the greatest like release video thing, whatever you want to call it, direct, yeah, in the past ten years,
0: yeah, yeah, Just- it was
2: they they it was perfectly laid out they started with the crap you didn't care about they started with the mobile stuff and the uh integrate like going the, to steam integrate going to steam and the like the the crap you can buy like the 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 digital clock that has the buster sword on it or whatever and then they 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 slowly ramped it up and ramped it up and ramped it up nobody thought that they were going to say anything about part 2 and yep. then they ended it with part two yeah. and the, they had the surprise of crisis core. People have been waiting for crisis core remaster for almost yeah. as long as final fantasy seven, because yeah. it's been stuck on the PSP since it came out. It never came out on anything else. You couldn't yeah. play it on the PS three. It never came to any other system. It was always just a PSP game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll go through, uh, quickly, uh, not quickly, but in order, um, Uh, I'll run through the first two things that weren't, um, you know, much of a story. But, you know, Integrate finally coming to Steam, um, you know. uh, So now everybody that's on PC can play this. um, And, you know, um, and the most important thing it labeled is that it is Steam Deck um, compatible. So you can play it on the run. Yes, Game Boy Cat. Um,
2: (laughs) Yeah, that that was the biggest thing to me, hearing that, like, Having a Steam Deck and be able to play that on the go is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, it comes with intermission and all that. So it's the full game. So that is great. When I finally get a Steam Deck in 2025. um, (laughs) And that's not even saying that, like the joke we made about the PlayStation, Tom. That's because literally if I put in an order for it now, I wouldn't get it till 2025.
1: Or you could have my reservation because I'm pretty (laughs) sure I'm not going to go through with it.
0: Yeah. No, I'm probably not. I don't. I don't. I don't even play my Switch handheld much, so I have no real use for it right now. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, the, the the fact that there are people that ordered day of and they're like Q three Q four of this year.
1: Yeah me.
0: Um, and yeah.
1: <laughs> <It's, it's laughs> Q three. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. Uh. So yeah, so those of you that have a Steam Deck, um, you can now play this game on the go. Um, and then the one thing that we probably none of us really play because um, we're not phone game people. Um, well, Jen is, but she This doesn't seem like one of those. I haven't played in know. a
1: while, though. But yeah, I used to be.
0: Yeah. Um, so Final Fantasy 7, The First Soldier, um, which is the um, like uh, PUBG Battle Royale type game. There are some people I know that absolutely love this. Um, most notably, um, you know, uh, the uh, on uh, the host on Get Played. I'm forgetting her name right now. Um, but um, she's kind of obsessed with it, um, so that's the only reason I've been able to keep up with all the changes that have happened. Um, is that she brings it up every week. Um, but yeah, the uh, you know, it seems like they're in season three apparently now. That um, so they've added a new class and stuff like that. So if you're into that, um, they're um, you know keeping um, keeping it updated. It looks like they're going to start integrating some Crisis Core stuff. So obviously, um, with the new game coming out, and then. The intriguing thing for the mobile, Tom, and I'm curious, I'm more going to see just a as than me actually buy it, is is Ever Crisis. Um, the, yeah.
2: the fact that it's available on iOS as well as Android in, intrigues me.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I don't know if I'm going to buy it. Ever Crisis, you know what, I probably will. It depends how much it is, honestly. Yeah. If it's like 20 bucks, I'll probably buy it. If it's anything more than that, probably not.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I may still not even do it, but just the idea of basically playing a all the compilation um, together. I'm assuming the one they're going to leave out is Dirge, um, because that takes place after <laughs> the original game.
2: So I it'd be kind of weird. I hope you're prepared for the, uh, the DLC of Dirge of Cerberus when
0: it comes yeah. out. Yes, that'll definitely I can, happen.
2: I can almost guarantee, judging by how all of this is going... That Dirge of Cerberus will get some sort of release, whether it be a remaster or part of Ever Crisis, because they specifically went out of their way to show it yeah. during like the intro of this yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, showed uh, you know that they're all the way up to EC. I wonder what FC is going to be. Um, you know, you have your your Advent Children. Your was it before Crisis? Um, yeah, you had, you had for... before before Crisis. Crisis Core, Final Fantasy Seven. Um I'm just saying the the ones that are in the letters. So it's Advent oh, Children, yeah. Before Crisis, Crisis Core, Dirge of Cerberus, and An Ever Crisis. Um Yeah,
2: you they've you, got everything everything they could possibly get. Yeah, wonder, wonder
0: what FC is gonna be. Um so as Tom mentioned, they also um you know, some merch, you know, there's a uh, those expensive static arts uh statues. They have one of Cloud Strife. Um, I believe there's one at Tifa that was like 600 bucks or something crazy. Um, because of course, um, and then the, uh, digital clock with the buster sword, um, which kind of looks cool, but it's probably going to be way too expensive. I um, think
2: it was like $200. Yeah. I think exactly. I looked at it. I think I was interested and I was like, that's kind of cool. And then I saw how much it was going to cost. It's like, yeah, it's not that cool.
1: Yeah. How and- big is the clock? Cause it depends for me if that would be worth it or not.
2: it's just like a digital clock let me see if i can pull it up on the square store
1: because i'm a huge sucker for props especially when they're like super accurate or like you know kind of rare ones that are coming out for something special but it would depend if it was 200 bucks for me it would have to be like a decent size i think for me to be like okay i'll do that
0: yeah i can't really tell from the photo i'm looking at here Um,
2: i'm gonna see if i can find it in the store so yeah. keep keep going and I'll yeah. I'll let you know yeah. if I find yeah. it.
0: So the, the other thing is they made a uh, silver ring um with the Shinra logo on it. Um that comes with uh two materia stones. Um so All right. that would All probably right. be so kinda cool.
2: It is one ninety nine ninety nine. Okay. It's, it's it says it's thirteen and a half inches long, nine inches wide, and four inches deep. So it's not very big. Oh yeah. But interesting. It's it it's interesting because you can like change the color of the 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 clock to like the different materia colors. Oh, RGB? It is RGB. Okay. But it uh it just looks cheap. I don't uh, know. It just looks really cheap. Yeah. Coming
1: from a like, Final just, Fantasy fan, so you would know, right, if it looked cheap.
2: I'm going to I'm going to put it in uh in our chat so you could take a look at it. But yeah. It just looks kind of chintzy. Yeah, like it, it doesn't look like it should cost two hundred dollars, so unless it's made out of metal, which it doesn't look like it is.
0: Yeah, if it, it is made out of metal, then it is worth that money. But
2: yeah, but I don't think it is. It looks very plasticky.
0: That's and weird. apparently
2: it uses like Final Fantasy Seven songs as the alarms. <laughs> so you can pick like five different songs, but it's again, I could. It looks like something I could make.
1: <laughs> it's very simple looking.
2: Yeah. It is. It's very simple. Yeah,
1: it's
2: why would never? A, it's the opening of the show, which is why I would never pay two hundred dollars for this because Square yeah. likes to just rip people off. This stuff.
1: Seeing it, I would agree. I would not pay two hundred dollars. I would probably pay like maybe fifty dollars for yes. someone like you guys who it was your birthday and you're a diehard fan of Final Fantasy. I'm like, okay, maybe they'll like this, but fifty dollars is my max for this. Yeah. I yeah, think I'm so.
2: not. I'm with you. I would not spend over 50 bucks on that
0: at I all. think the combined lights that I have for Zelda is the four items I have are all under like combined under $200. Yeah. For them. And they all look the same like uh like build structure like the plastic build mm-hmm. structure that this has. Um so uh, the one time Nintendo isn't the one trying to scam people. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, moving on, um uh, we talked about it. The second most important story to come out of this is the uh, Crisis Core remake, um, finally coming uh, to something that is not a handheld console, um, which I do have a PSP, so I could have been playing this. But um, I yeah. own the
2: game. I've never, yeah. I've never played more than like an hour. I watched. I've watched a full playthrough of it.
0: Yeah, but that was, I, that was the ahead. thing I wanted to bring up to you. Was I, my hope for this game is that they keep all the story stuff, not like intact, maybe like they have to fit it in to the remake, you know, storyline because they're calling it reunion. Um but I hope that they do more than just that, that they also like make it more modern in terms of pacing. Um because what I've heard is that there's a lot of grinding if you want. If you know well, there's
2: a there's a lot of grind. Yeah. Um, yes. I imagine they'll do some um uh what's the word i'm looking for i imagine they'll do some changes to make it to make it a little better on uh the the normal gamer now so they don't have to do so much of that stuff but uh it it looks incredible and i'm i'm really happy that it's coming because i just never wanted to play like a 100 hour game on a handheld it just never appealed to me which is one of the reasons i've never played through it yeah. um but yeah. i'm uh, i'm intrigued And I will be buying it because I I imagine I imagine they're going to have they're going to do something where it integrates, no pun intended, into the the new trilogy. Yeah, whether it's a different ending or a different way to get a different ending, I imagine you'll see something that integrates into the the new stuff.
0: Yeah, and I, I think they're using the new voice actors in it, too. Um, because I, I think, believe I, so. I think Brianna White's doing Aerith again, um, or at least it sounded like her um, in the trailer. Um, but yeah, the the funny thing is, which makes me think they're going to change some things in like in the uh, you know part two of of you know uh, rebirth. Um, in that they're if they're putting this out first and kind of wanting you to play it, so obviously part of it's going to be Zach centric um the new game but it sort of it reveals the biggest spoiler you know one of the one of the bigger spoilers um in the original game if you play through this game um yeah which which is why i think
2: it's gonna have something to do with the new trilogy because yeah they have they're putting so much stock into it that it's not gonna matter that that is spoiled yeah if 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 you know what i mean.
0: Yeah, that's, that's why, like, that's um, a perfect segue into um, the Rebirth announcement. Um, this Eric's opening line in there where she goes, the past is done, the future may be written, but we can change it, essentially. Right. Um, well, real,
2: real quick before we get into yeah, ahead, Rebirth, yeah. Jen, I'm interested to hear what if you are interested in this Crisis Core remaster. So Crisis Core plays a lot like Kingdom Hearts.
1: Okay. It's
2: very similar it's an action game it's not it's not it's not a it's not turn-based or anything are you would you be are you like well maybe i'll get crisis core or you have and no interest in it um
1: honestly when it comes to final fantasy games i'm always down to at least try to play through them um so that being said if you also are telling me that it's similar to um what's it called Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, thank you. If it's similar to Kingdom Hearts as well, I think I would definitely want to check it out. Um, And the little bit of information that you guys were telling me before, stream, um, just catching me up on some of the details that I missed. It does seem very interesting, storyline-wise. So, I think so. I think I would try it.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Let's get into the big news. Yeah, so... So uh, the big news is they uh, played a short, I think it might have been like a minute trailer. So just little bits and pieces of the second installment of the Final Fantasy. Well, I guess it's not the Final Fantasy remake because we find out that that was just a tagline, um, which was our suspicion all along, Tom. um, That um, the second installment is going to be called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Um, And to talk about this, we're going to try and not do as much spoilery stuff on the thing, but um, the scenes that they show um, here got me way more excited um, for the game than even the ending of Intermission did. Um, Just seeing the walk to Mount Nebel um, to open the game, which makes me think um, that they're going to do the same thing and open with the flashback, because that's like as we discussed, Tom, that's the perfect tutorial. Well, yeah, it totally makes sense because it
2: It allows you to not have any of your gear and gives you a reason to not have any of it and have you be super low level. And it also gives people something they've wanted forever is the ability to control Sephiroth.
0: Yeah, and I 100% believe and was even confirmed um, uh, when I watched the breakdown of the trailer from known Final Fantasy VII expert Maximilian Dude um, that it looks like you're going to be controlling the uh, uh, Sephiroth just from the way it looks like he's being controlled in the trailer. And that will be fantastic. And I think that's a good way to introduce, you know, high level, um, you know, if they're going to let you keep certain level of materia, um, you know, they're probably not going to let you like bring over everything you grind it for. But
2: I want to say like the, in the beginning of that flashback, like, cloud goes off about having a new materia so you'll have like one materia yeah and sephiroth will have you know all of his shit. yeah
0: yeah and and you controlling him they'll be able to teach you all of the stuff um without you know ruining the narrative um they're like hey you control sephiroth oh let's teach you about counters and blocks and you know all that because you're level 50 or whatever he is um at that point um in the game but um yeah, I think just the look of it um, got me excited. The, the shot of the comet um, or meteor um, real fast just made me think it's going to be like one of those flash like premonition things like we had in, in remake um, of that stuff. Um, the fact of I I'm still on the um, the idea that a certain person is going to perish um, and we're going to find out that she has to. Like, I no think, matter, yeah. no matter what.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's any way out of that. I I, yeah. I, mean, at least in the original game, there's no way around that. That has to happen. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: people I, think I, that
2: it, people think that it won't happen, but I don't think that it, it's possible for it to not happen. Her,
0: her Yeah, that person dying. Uh, well, like I said, we're trying to talk around the spoiler a little bit.
2: Um, but it's, it's, never- a, it's a twenty-five-year-old game, Mark. We- I was
0: gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: pretty sure know. I know okay. what you
1: guys are talking about.
2: <laughs> okay, I yeah. Think so,
0: I, it's like, so I think everybody Eric has to die.
2: I was gonna say I think everybody and their mother knows at this point that 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 happens. So yeah. I don't know.
0: Just, just for the storyline purposes, even if they're even if even if they're changing things to her connection to the overall story, they still seem to be telling requires her to to die. Um, but I think what's going to happen is you're going to be trying to like figure out a way to do it and then just come to the conclusion at like the end of the game, you know, where she's like, no, I have to do this, you know, or something. Um, yeah, it's not going to be like a, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Final Fantasy 10 girl. Give it to me. Uh, Yuna, Yuna. It's not gonna be a Yuna situation where spoilers for that 12 year old game or 13. It's, it's way older than that. Mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, Twenty, Yeah, but uh, uh, that The whole point of her mission is to go die And then you figure out a way to not have that happen um, I don't think that's going to be this And I like the theories That you're going to find out in, Because we know the thing is probably going to be a split timeline Just because of the Crisis Core stuff um, And you're going to find out In both Zack and Cloud's timeline Quote-unquote, that she has to die It's like the constant In, in Destiny, you
2: know um, Yeah, I mean it's gonna be really interesting to see what they do with Zach because they clearly show Zach surviving
0: that. Encounter. He
2: yeah. Right. And he's he's alive.
0: Yeah.
2: As as we saw at the end of uh, was it integrate or was it just the regular was the it? The regular just-
0: game was Zach.
2: So yeah. So it they're gonna have to explain that somehow. And I imagine they will show um, you know, some sort of separate timeline about that
0: yeah I, I think what's going to happen and i'm interested to see how they blend it again i will give credit to maximilian dude for for pointing this one out and i think it's the one that makes the most narrative sense um is that when you're doing the two separate timelines you'll you have two separate villains um yeah. you know genesis will be in zach's timeline and you know sephiroth is in you know clouds and how they blend that together, or if they say they're the same person, or some stupid thing, Genova, you know, um, however they get out of that. But I think that's the way you got it because you can't have Zach chasing Sephiroth. There's no reason for him to do that. Um, you know, he doesn't recording that. right because yeah. he's
2: he doesn't know he yeah. he thinks that he's dead, and he would think that Sephiroth is dead. dead. So he has yeah. no, and exactly. he, he didn't kill his family or hit, destroy his village.
0: Yeah, so. I think that's the way they're going to do it. And essentially, I think every character is going to be introduced in this game, except I think they're going to do Vincent as DLC. I don't know. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, it'll probably be like the same type of deal as Yuffie, I imagine. Yeah. And I hope, I don't know if they're going to do this, I would hope that they would show pre-Final Fantasy VII stuff of Vincent, like when he's a Turk.
0: Yeah, I think that'll be most of the DLC is just leading up to when you find him you know, um, you know, leading up to, you know, when... I don't know how they're going to integrate it in the game again. Not the writer, nor a very good video game developer. But I, I think you can, like, sort of have references to him and then have the DLC be his story, um, you know, um, come in. You can even have him in the game for a little bit and then have his story be the DLC without having to go into it much in the game. Like, maybe he just comes and helps you and leaves. Yeah, in, he, in he, the he could... game.
2: He could be like a red thirteen yeah. at the end of the game.
0: Yeah, he just helps you, you know, it's something, um, you know, and then you figure out, you know, who he is and all that stuff in, in the DLC.
2: But But this game is going to be massive. It's gonna be huge.
0: Um I think it's going to be all of the rest of disc one and all of this two. I think they're gonna to go to all the places there and
2: So um, I don't think it can be all of disc two because disc two ends at, like, the end of the game. Disc 3 is essentially just yeah. the Northern Crater and the weapons. Like, you don't even have to fight the weapons. You, they're just there. Yeah. But I think they're going to have to cut it off before that. Be, yeah. Just because at the end of Disc 2, there's nothing else. Like, you're just doing the end of the game. Like, the end of the, that's all it is.
0: Yeah, I could see it going both ways. You know, sort of, like you say, cutting it short or doing sort of the thing where at the end, you know, um, Cloud does what he does for Sephiroth, um, and then Aerith dies, and then sort of everybody gets scattered, and then you just use this you use this third game as getting the gang back together and, you know, um, going and you know, doing whatever the end game to this is. Wait,
2: you to, st- we still have no idea. We've no, we have no, we're just speculating here. Yeah, we yeah. don't have any idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it could they totally can do whatever totally they totally want. want. They could do, they could do the Black Materia stuff in like the very beginning of this game, uh, because of something, I don't know. you know what I mean? Um, yep. you, yeah, you don't know if they're going to beat for beat, follow it. Um, but I do think I will say one thing, I think most of the towns, if not all of them, will be in this second game that you, like you'll have, you know, um, Well yeah,
2: I would imagine you'd get to at least have the high wind or be able to travel between yeah. towns.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be very much. It's not going to be open world. It's going to be very much like uh, I, I would. I would equate it to a more slightly more open version of Ten.
2: You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could even be like Thirteen. Like Thirteen is like when they when Thirteen opens up, it's still kind of linear, but it's mm-hmm. got like an open map. And so, yeah. what what I've heard is it called is it, it's an open map linear game, which. Final Fantasy 7 kind of is to begin with. They yeah. make you feel like it's open world, but you kind of have to go in a certain order or else it doesn't work. So, it's still going to I mean, it's still going to be linear anyway, but it'll give you like towards the end of the game it'll allow you to go different places and not have to be in in order, but yeah. It's uh it's going to be interesting. I'm excited.
0: And to just let you know the release dates on the two games we talked about, um Crisis Core Reunion um, will be uh, coming out, it says this winter, which if you take winter by the, the way they do fiscal years, that would be anytime time between December and March, um, because that would be Q4. Um, and so I could see Crisis Core either being an early December game, kind of like Final Fantasy fifteen was, um, or being one of those March games um, that comes out. But the one I am absolutely sure of, unless it gets delayed, um, is Rebirth is going to be a March game for sure just yeah, like the, just like the original was supposed to be yeah um even though it says next winter i think it's going to be march 2024 um for that game but yeah so much final fantasy um between now and then i am excited um i'm curious what 16 looks like there's some good and bad that i've heard in the reveals for it um but yeah yeah so it's going to be a fun two years here tom
2: yeah it's going to it uh, I'm just gonna be playing Final Fantasy for two years, and i'm
0: I'm okay with that <laughs> so um yeah, yeah, moving on to our topic um which this time of year um and even more so, I noticed recently um at least for me um with all the delays and stuff um is when most people sort of dig into their backlog um you know your June and Julys tend to be light on releases um so we thought it'd be a good time to just talk about, you know, at least the biggest game that we're, we're looking forward to in our backlog. And if we have a few more, we can add those. Um, but I'm interested, um, you know, uh, since his whole gaming situation has changed, um, <laughs> What what is sitting on your backlog?
2: Uh, well, my backlog is humongous. So there's a couple of games that I've never touched that I really need to to do something with. Um I'm going to start with the Super Mario Galaxy series. Nice. I own Galaxy 1 and 2 and I also own Galaxy for the Switch be- when they did the the Mario uh re-releases.
0: Yeah, the the uh the 3D All-Stars.
2: But I've never like given it more than t- like 10 minutes. Like I think I pl- I think I put it in my weed Wii- to make sure it worked and then that was it I never touched it again and all I have ever heard is how amazing those games are between the music and the the control system even though it's waggle controls or whatever i've always been like hesitant to play it but they're they're they've they've got such a high bar i guess to reach from all the hype that i've ever heard that uh i i've always been afraid to start them but they're definitely ones that are on my backlog and need to need to be played asap.
0: Yeah, yeah. The um, I played through half of Galaxy One and I like it, but I heard Galaxy Two is the better of the two games um, for it. So I don't know if you can just jump into two, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, or if you have to play it through. I don't know if there's a story to Mario. There
2: um, is. There is a story. I know. <laughs> I, I know it sounds weird, but yeah, there's. There's actually a pretty big story, I think, in In Galaxy. galaxy. Uh, Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Interesting slight tangent. I forgot to mention the games I've been playing. I bought Super Mario Strikers. Oh, Uh, nice. uh, Game is good, but definitely a multiplayer game. Mm -hmm. uh, Because the ramp up on single player is ridiculous. (laughs) Like, going from, I don't know if this is how to class it, but going from, like, normal to hard in terms of the AI is, like, near, like, Sega Genesis... Uh, Super Nintendo levels of computer cheating moments (laughs) um, to it. Um, Or maybe I just gotta get good um, with it, but anyway, it's a good game. I don't know how the online stuff's gonna work. If you have a bunch of friends that play it, it's gonna be worth the money. Um, You might want to wait for a sale or buy it used or something um, if you just want to check it out. Unfortunately, I have not seen uh, Waluigi do the DX Suck It chant um, when he scores a goal, so I'm kind of sad about that. Huh. And apparently, everybody's getting thirsty for Peach in this game. Um, oh. I don't know why. she, like, wearing shorts or something? What's, no, what's de- I think she does, like, this really <laughs> slow cartwheels and stuff when she scores oh, yeah. a goal. And, like, God. you know, people are being thirsty online. But, yeah, those are the two <laughs> weird things. And uh funny thing, people are thinking that, you know, why Daisy hasn't been as promoted is because... Um, Miyamoto was getting upset. that people were preferring Daisy over Peach <laughs> in terms wow. of character the selection. Yeah, yeah. But I found that fun. I found that in reading some comment, it was great. But anyway, um, the Tom. I think the weird thing about Galaxy. Um, you know, when I was playing it through, and Jen, this was a conversation we had about another game. Um, mm-hmm. I actually liked the the Wii Motion waggle controls and all that for this game, and using the nunchuck and all. Um, unlike um, Skyward Sword, um, mm-hmm. where I did not like it, um, and the way it was integrated. I don't know what that means, because usually when Nintendo has a gimmick and they connect it to their first-party games, it usually works across the board. Um, but, yeah, I think I think you'll love Galaxy. Um, it, it is a fun game uh, to play and sort of does some ne- neat things on the 3D Mario um, sort of uh, controls. But, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I, love the, I love the fact of being able to uh, collect the gems as though you're like a vacuum cleaner. You just sort of point the Wiimote and it just sucks them, sucks oh, them up awesome. for you. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, Jen, what, uh, what game do you have in your backlog? Um, I don't know if we're doing multiples, um, but I think us in the audience know what one of them is.
1: Yes, so I have a few. I picked... My biggest one, and then I had a couple like we can mention at the end, but um, yeah. the biggest ones for me might be a surprise to you guys. I, I rarely talk about these games. Um, it would be The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, um, Yeah. Literally bu- burning a backlog hole in my pocket because <laughs> The Last of Us, I never finished it. I don't know why I never finished it. I think... I think your I PS4 think it, died, didn't it? Well, that, that did happen, actually, yes. I don't know if it was that... Or if I was playing Horizon Zero Dawn, I don't usually play games when they first come out, especially back then when like my money was a lot tighter than it is now. So I usually played things late when it was a little bit cheaper. So I don't remember if it was that the PS4 died or if Horizon Zero Dawn just took over my whole existence at that point. But it was an incredible game. I probably got about halfway through and it literally made me cry within the first five minutes. It had me on edge. Yes, really, really crazy. Um... But yeah, I, I just, I really need to finish that game. I have an idea of how it ends, but I really need to do myself the justice yeah. of actually finishing it. Um, and honestly, at this point, it's been so long that I just prefer to start over from the beginning of that game so I can remember yeah. everything. And then The Last of Us 2, part two, is a must play as well. And this is a game that so many people, including you, Mark, have been begging me to play. Yeah. Um, I'm sure for multiple reasons. And I'm, I'm honestly not a fan of video games making me super emotional. Um, okay. but I know that the, I know it's an emotional game, but I, I know that there's so much more to it, including the story just being really good that, um, I don't know if that part has kept me away from that game or if it's also the combination of not finishing the last of us part one, but either way, I know yeah. I have to get to these two games.
0: Yeah. And you like have to ASAP. play them in, you have to play them in order. You can't. Exactly, yeah. yeah to, I don't want to
1: go back to the first one or anything. Yeah, like that, so. because
0: um yeah, you need the as much as you just said you don't really like the you need the emotional hit of playing yeah. through the first game to, yeah. <laughs> to to get um to hit the similar beats in the second game. Mm-hmm. Um I would just wait for the remake that's coming for out. For sure. Yeah.
1: Um, definitely.
0: For one, even though the remaster's fine, but I think the remake might be coming to like other like not just PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, like PC, you hopefully. know pc and stuff i think yeah um but yeah i would definitely just wait for that um mm-hmm. but yeah the last of us um i just watched um i've been going through some easy allies archives tom and um i was watching um the the one guy's through because he started playing through games starting in the pandemic in march and he playing through you know last of us um part one and that opening scene, I've seen it about three or four times, and it still gets me every time. With the daughter, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Tom, I don't know what your emotional level would be playing it now. <laughs> I have zero interest in playing the last, yeah. Game. <laughs> either either one, I have zero interest. Yeah, no, yeah. because the way that, that game life. opens, I'm like, I don't <laughs> know. Tom would put it down right there, like,
1: yeah, you <laughs> wouldn't get past the five minutes, um, and not because of gore because it's just emotionally like traumatizing a little bit I don't know it's something that I never thought that I would witness in such detail and I knew instantly how accurate it was at the same time and that's what got me
2: yeah I when I'm playing a video game heart wrenching is not something I'm looking for like if Mm -hmm. it happens a little bit sure that whatever but like the whole if the whole game is just sticking a knife in and (laughs) turning it the whole time I don't need that
1: yeah the only time I've ever really made an exception for that was Gris, which was my game of the year. was a 2020, I think. Um, Gris is like purely emotional, but there's a reason for it, which I appreciated. Other than that, yeah, I don't like I don't like constantly feeling sad when I'm trying to have fun playing a game. But right.
2: Yeah. It's supposed to be my 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 time where I'm not I'm not trying to think yeah. and like
0: feel bad. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: it's supposed Maybe. to take me away from that. Maybe I'm just a broken person. That, that. <laughs> no,
1: I think I think there's you know different games for everyone, and some you know what yeah. sometimes you need to play a sad song for whatever reason to you know whatever reason. Like I said, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm a little afraid of this yeah. the second game. Yeah, I
0: would I would say unless if you absolutely want to, you just you just need to really play through the first game because that's a all time classic. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get through the gore and stuff, which obviously Tom wouldn't be able to get through most. Of um, just for that reason. But you know, if you can get through that stuff, um that first game is a all time classic and just storytelling. So
1: yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah, i I wouldn't be one of those people going, well, you need to play the full thing and push the glasses <laughs> up, right um on it, but yeah, um, yeah, so my backlog, I've mentioned many times before did on the show, um, I had to get through Miles Morales. Um, man was my game of the year um and i've been holding off miles morales and luckily i did because now i kind of got it for free um on my um ps5 and don't have to worry about um you know needing to buy a physical to get it cheap um but yeah i from what i've heard um some people it's been on the fence about whether um it's as good as you know spider-man or if it was like even really worth it um to sort of do and not just like make part of the second game but, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's a game that's been sitting there for me, and um, I've somehow avoided most of the spoilers for it. Um, it's even though kind of where it's like I completely forgot, um, you know, what the story was even about. Um, when I was reading the description, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's what they're, okay. It's like some energy company. Right, right. I remember that now. Um, but, yeah, um, I don't know if, um, if you've played through it, tom or not but um
2: i got about halfway through it so it's still yeah. burning a hole in my backlog also
0: yeah yeah obviously we all have just for the audience out there you know the extreme backlog um <laughs> my backlog grows you know, grows
2: exponentially, grows exponentially. Yeah. It it never yeah. stops
0: yeah my focus was more on the intermediate things that i can remedy now and don't have to either you know emulate or get a mister for um And, you know, Miles Morales is at the top of my list because I want to get that done before Spider-Man 2 comes out, Um, even though that's a few years down the road. But I want to make sure I do it um, because I love that combat. Um, I love the the swinging in the first game. And um, hopefully the writing holds up. Um, I I don't doubt it would. I mean, I don't doubt that it would it will be as good. Um, So, yeah, that's probably the main one and probably the one I'm going to take care of. And depending on how short the game is, maybe talk about on the next podcast that i completed yay um yeah so um that, that that's my main one tom did you have another one actually?
2: Uh, i mean i have a, a whole list but okay. the, the the one i'm just gonna go one more because i feel like people have been waiting for me to play this game and it's just i just haven't yeah. and that's uh kingdom hearts birth by sleep
0: nice
2: uh because it's one of the the quote-unquote side games but Really if you hadn't played this game which I haven't you might be a little lost in Kingdom Hearts at this point which I kind of am. <laughs> so if you like if you hadn't ever read or anything about these characters you would probably be very lost at this point but I had played there was like a an in- interlude game it was like Kingdom Hearts 2.8 or some shit yeah. whatever whatever weird numbering system they went with they kind of brought you up to speed on birth by sleep stuff so i wasn't totally lost but i really need to go back and play birth by sleep because it's on the collection so far or whatever they're called i forget what it was called um kingdom hearts story so far where it has like every game in it and it's not yeah. just on psp or whatever it was or vita or i can't remember. i think it was psp uh but yeah i have it available to me I, I have Chain of Memories almost complete, so that and then uh, Birth by Sleep will be the big ones. But yeah, that, that's the, those are my main backlog needs at the moment.
0: Uh-huh. All right, and and Jen, mm-hmm. what
1: do you got? Um, so my other really big one is the obvious one. It's a uh, Horizon Zero Dawn: Forbidden West. Um, Dear God,
0: you need to play that game.
1: I, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, first of all, I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn is in my top five video games of all time. Maybe even top three, if I really thought about it. But I'm waiting for it to come out on PC, um, mainly because I don't have a PS5 that I, not like I could get one anyway right now if I wanted to. Um, but my PS4 is also totally full memory-wise, and it hasn't been used in over half a year, at least. So I'm kind of afraid to even boot it up, at the amount of time <laughs> it would take to update, yeah, and then yeah. I'd have to like delete most of the games on it so I think this was more of um, more of an honorable mention behind The Last of Us just because while it's in my backlog I'm kind of choosing not to play it until yeah. it comes out for PC I get, but I get it. yeah I am yeah. so looking forward to it I listened to the episode you know that I wasn't on when you were saying how you know for a while it kind of didn't Interest you as much, and then you got to a turning point, and you were like, "This is amazing!" (laughs) So that made me very excited. So I'm I'm even more looking forward to play it now.
0: It's it's like an eight hour tutorial, essentially, and then it it introduces something and changes everything. That's Um, great. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I I say that in jest. The you must play this, but it's just I the just playing through it is like the moment you finish it. We're like doing a spoiler. Yes. I don't care. I don't care how far in the future that is. um that because I have some thoughts on that game. Um yeah. that are good. All good. But just I just need to yell at someone else. Right.
1: Um
0: and God bless Ashley Birch um, I know. She's great. She's such a good voice actress and you'll understand why in this in this game more when you get to it. Um yeah. but yeah, the yeah, the, the main thing with with uh I mean it is a you can play it on PS4 too, but um I wouldn't I wouldn't do that, to be honest. That's not me giving you an excuse to, to figure out a way to play it. Mm-hmm. I would play it on the higher resolution. Um, well, isn't you know. isn't it on PC also? The original is. Um, Didn't they, did they announce it for Ben West was coming to PC? It. I would assume it's going to be next year, just from the release schedule of the first game of what they did with the first game. Um, and I would assume it comes sometime next year, because um, I think it was like a year, year and a half between the thing on. the... And Sony is pushing a little bit more PC, so it might come quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's going. It's definitely going to come. They wouldn't. It, it'd be stupid to put the first game out on PC and then not, not put the second game out. Um, yeah, on it as well. Uh, but yeah. So my um, my final game, since we'll move on to I know because you guys have a lot of thoughts about the next thing we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is a little bit more in the past and got even more excited to finally be able to have an easy way to play it. Um, I need to finish, or probably play through from the beginning, uh, Persona 3. I, was, I started the first one, like the original, before the... Um, so, let you know, the one they're releasing on uh, Game Pass is, is Persona 3 Portable, which was the uh, one that was released for the PSP, um, uh, you know, that updated um, the game and made it a little bit less grindy than the original which is why I sort of, you know, bounced off of it um, when when I played it originally. Uh, But so I am so excited to finally this will like build the bridge between, you know, when six finally comes out um, to play through three. Um, I do also have Royal in my back pocket to just see the new stuff there. But I also don't want to play 120 hours again uh, just to see new stuff. But yeah, Persona 3, have to play it. It I I'm assuming because it'll be a revolt if they do don't do this, but they have to keep the original way you summon your persona. Um so trigger warning well, for those of you they don't want people shooting themselves in the head. the head. I was like, yeah, trigger warning for those of you out there. Uh the your character puts a gun to their head and pulls a trigger to release their persona. Um so yeah, that's kinda yeah, out there. But the They're they're probably definitely going to have to keep that, but it's wild in 2022 that that'll be in a video game. Um, But yeah, I'm very excited. I've heard it's the from Persona fans that it's, you know, that they say it's better than four, but also that might just be Backlash of four being the first popular one that they're like, ah, I'm the cool, you know, I'm the hipster one. I like Persona before it was cool.
2: Oh, you mean like all the people who like Final Fantasy six better than seven?
0: Hey, (laughs) <laughs> oh,
2: I, knew. I just i had to put that out there sorry mark
0: <laughs> no actually i will say it as i know i love the joke good time um that it actually be for the people that like final fantasy four would probably be the better comparison yeah, because yeah because six and seven get all the praise and everybody's like but no four four did all the so much better you know That would be... Final Fantasy is a good comparison to do, but I think 4 fits the mold better, but yes, I can admit that me going, but you have to play 6. You can't just say you started at 7. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to finally being able to play that, um, or the good version of Persona 3 on a big screen, um, and not the, you know, PS1 version or whatever PS2 thing that was you could download on your PS3. Um, so... That is, is my final game in the backlog. Um I love that we as we've gotten older, all the games we picked are games that would well not Mario, not Galaxy so much, but um games that will take a lot of time in our older age to yeah. actually finish. True. <laughs> we'll be talking about this in 2026. Hey Jen, did you ever finish Last Book <laughs> Part one yet? Um, like
1: no, I'm getting around to it soon.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm about I'm about ten hours into Persona Three. Um <laughs> But, yeah, so if any of you have games out there that are in your backlog, um, you can go either way, the scale that we did here. Me and Jen stuck more to more recent releases that we haven't gotten to that we want to. You know, and Tom went, uh, you know, back with Galaxy and, and you know, um, sort of went back. If you have 16-bit, 8-bit games that you want to play that everybody's been screaming about, playing 30 you haven't, just let us know on Twitter. Um, we're at Um We'd love to have a discussion with you about that stuff. I think backlogs are always fun to talk about. Um, and uh, we all have them We're gamers. So moving on um, to a game that I guess could technically have been in my backlog because I only played the demo um, that came out when, when we were still getting demo disc um, for PS1 games. Um, our Retro Roulette game this week was uh, Harappa the Rapper. Not Rappa, as, as you want to say,
1: mm-hmm. but it is,
0: <laughs> it is Rapper um, there. Guys... I will cede the beginning of this in time to the two of you, because you seem to have stronger opinions about this game than I do. Um, so, uh, for those you who don't know, Rapper to Rapper is uh, one of the early um, rhythm games um, that a lot of the songs have lasted through the years that people instantly remember. Um, but it is also very, uh, very much in the first generation of those type of games. So, guys... Um, have your discussion. I know you've been champing at the bit. <laughs> uh, Jen, you want to go first?
1: Sure. So I will preface my, my criticisms by saying that I legally obtained a copy of this game um, and played it on an emulator. And the emulator would not let me properly map the circle button to my controller. So while the game was still playable, it was annoying because the circle button would pause the game before I had to un, and then I'd have to unpause it, and then it would register that I'm hitting the circle button. So be it as you know that is. This game I felt was an interesting idea, especially for its time. Um, a little weird, but again, I think for its time, it, it makes sense in the in the theme of it. They're all you know random animals or flowers and stuff. I think the rhythm aspect of this game is awful. I think that it's inaccurate. I think it's way too difficult. When I was playing this game, um I couldn't get past the tutorial. <laughs> I I hate I, how I it, wouldn't I wouldn't
2: even I wouldn't even call it a tutorial.
1: Yeah, it's it was so bad. So I get I get the idea. I I love DDR, I loved Guitar Hero and Rock Band. I get the idea of a rhythm game. I feel like The gauge at the top where it tells you, you know, in the tutorial, as an example, he's telling you to hit the triangle and you see when his, you know, the triangle comes up on his part in in his part and you have to duplicate that. So I can't tell you how many times I would hit the button that he said to hit on the beat of the music and it looked like it was matching up with the, the top part and it would tell me that I was doing really bad. And then it would go down to awful or whatever the the worst rating is. And it subtracted my score. I was getting so angry. I'm like, I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. I can't tell if there's just some kind of lag with the the game that I was playing, if it's just that inaccurate. Um, Sometimes I noticed if I hit the button slightly before I thought that I should to, you know, go along with the rhythm of the game, which is the whole point, it would count it. And then sometimes it wouldn't i couldn't tell whether there was an inaccuracy with that so i'm interested to hear about that from you guys too but i i think the song that i heard the one song that i heard it was very catchy so i feel like the songs in this game are probably you know well loved at least most of them they're very catchy they're funny whatever um but this game is not it for me it it made me so angry for so many reasons and if I never played it again, I will be so happy like total waste of time. hate it. I'm so sorry if anyone out there loves this game, I yeah, just not for me at all,
2: yeah, so I don't know if either of you guys actually watched like the the videos like the the uh like the intro videos to each level
1: yeah I want to I- know
2: what I want to know what they were on when they made those or
1: Seriously? came up with the
2: ideas for them because. It was like they had to be on all kinds of mushrooms and whatever, whatever acid. Who knows whatever? Who knows what else? When they were designing this stuff, because it made no sense. Like one of the girls is a flower, yeah. one's a one's like a cat. Mm-hmm. Parap is a dog. Then you get a bear. It's just it was so weird.
1: And then you have humans mixed in too. It looked like like isn't the first scene um, two bullies come into the restaurant. Maybe that's the second scene that I wound up watching.
2: Yeah. And the, like, the, like, the first, the first, like, guy that teaches you how to do everything is an onion. Like, what? Right. What? (laughs) So, so, yeah. So I started out trying to try, I wanted to try to figure out where you needed to hit, like, the, like, where your, where your, your marker needed to be to make it count. Mm -hmm. I never figured it out.
1: Yeah. I
2: I made it to like the sixth level, but at, at that point I was not even like, I would look at the screen to see what the, like the, what, what buttons I had to press. Mm -hmm. And then I would just press them as I would listen to the music. I did not even look at the screen because if I looked at the screen, that's when I would get messed up. Like I didn't even like, I, I just did it by listening to the music. That was the only way to do it and get points. Yeah, and I still had a hard time. It still yeah. like didn't make any sense, but it was infuriating in the beginning because like, like you said, they don't tell you. They don't tell you when you're supposed to hit the button. Like it doesn't. Right. It doesn't show. Like nothing gets bigger. Like it's a little thing spins around, but like when that happens, it's like already half a beat later.
1: Right.
2: So it didn't make any sense to watch. Like to watch the screen. So, I eventually just started hitting the buttons without looking because it mm-hmm. didn't it did not help at all to yeah. to look at the screen.
1: I tried doing but that yeah. too at one point and I still never got it.
2: Well, playing on an emulator is going to be tough because you got you get input lag anyway. Right. Like I played I played it on the Mister on a CRT and I was still having all kinds of problems and I it was pretty funny cuz when Mark streamed this game, Jonathan said Oh, isn't there a thing to to calibrate like the the lag or whatever? And I had to tell him like this game came out before yeah. there was lag. Like there was no such thing as an LCD TV yet when this game came out. So there's no like way to calibrate it to get it to work right on an LCD TV. So it's uh it's difficult to play today if you don't have a CRT. It's difficult to play if you do have one. So. Yeah.
0: Yes, that's absolutely the reason why I wasn't any. <laughs> you did get to the end of easy the easy mode.
1: Yeah, wow, that's impressive. Seriously. Yes. Yeah. It was. Um,
0: uh, it, it was interesting.
2: But so I, I just want to talk about the level that I got to. So I got to a level where you are having a crisis, a a uh, <laughs> a diarrhea crisis. Apparently.
1: <laughs> oh my! God. I did not
0: get to these scenes.
2: And every one of like the the. the the people you had to rap with before are all in line to use the toilet and you have to beat them to move up in line to use the toilet it was i'm like where where do we come up with these ideas i yeah, that's that must something. have that must have been like the second to last level or the last level no, the last
0: level is that the thing that we saw in the demo at the end of the stream where they're all on stage together singing
2: so that yeah so it must be right after that but it was I was like, "Where do they come up with this stuff?" So you had to, you had to go against the onion guy again, and the moose, and the frog, and then there's a chicken, which <laughs> it it was a it was a it was a whole thing. And the <laughs> the hard part about it is towards the end of the game, like in the beginning, everything's on the beat. Like there's a little stuff that's off the beat a little bit, but for the most part, it's on a beat. Towards the end, they decide nothing's going to be on the beat.
1: So oh, what's the point?
2: So like it was so hard. Like I got to the almost the end, like two or three times. And I was like, I just can't. It just hurts my head because it's not on beat, and it just doesn't right. make any sense to me. I never, mm-hmm. I never enjoyed music that like doesn't have a like it doesn't have a real rhythm to it, and it just throws everything else off. So it, I, it, I was okay stopping there and be like, all right, I'm never gonna get this because it's. It doesn't make sense musically, but like I said, whoever came up with this <laughs> was, was watching all kinds of Beavis and Butthead and on all <laughs>
0: kinds of drugs because it was wild. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, you guys saw me struggle on stream um, with it. Um, I would love to use the excuse that it was because of lag, uh, but I am just not really good at rhythm games. As, um, you can probably attest to when I tried to play uh, DDR with Jen. Uh, an extra life. Um, I also could only get to like medium on Guitar Hero to where once they introduced a, a fourth chord, it was all goods and you know, fines from there. <laughs> no more five star performances. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the one thing about this game and um, all your criticisms I agree with and, and um, um, are mainly because of the relic that this game is. Um, but I, I think there's something to be said for the fact that especially that first song is something that instantly anyone from a certain generation will immediately recognize. Yeah. Um, I always confuse that song with the, um, uh, I should have looked it up, um, uh, the rapper, um, the, the, the skateboarding rapper that does like kick, push, it's all in the mind um, or whatever. It, it's like something similar to this song. Um, and I probably confused them there with it. Um, well, the kick punch, it's all in the mind is Parappa the Rapper. the Rapper. And then the other song is, is Kick Push. And then I guess it's skateboarding, so Kick Push, you know. Um, but yeah, the fact that that song came out and was popular and then I still confuse it with a PS1 rhythm video game where an, an onion dressed as a ninja, or dresses a karate <laughs> man, um introduces a game to you, just says something um, for uh, the longevity of this game. And, uh, Tom, I don't know if it wraps up most of the points that you were saying, but I really think this would benefit from an HD remake and update it with calibration and all that. Um, maybe not in the same way this the, the scroll line goes, but maybe, you know, there is an idea here. Um, and a really good one that I think would be better executed nowadays than it was back then. And it was still very popular back then. Um, I think obviously you got to rework some stuff because, again, it's 2022 and there are some characterizations that, you know, wouldn't would be seen as weird and not as funny as it was back then. Um, but the whole thing yeah. is weird, Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but there's. <laughs> I'm just. If you've played so many indie games that have been out there, weird is back, baby. Um, but you know, some of the, you know, um, some of the animations, you know, in the backgrounds and stuff would have to be modernized a little bit, obviously, not just upresed um, to, to fit nowadays. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know if I was as far as hating this game as you guys, but then again, I only played the three easy levels. <sighs> So, um, take that with your grain of salt. Uh, But, yeah, yeah, it was just a nostalgia trip for me. I won't play it again, probably, ever. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I was glad that it did come up on here. So, um, I guess, um, let's get to our scores. Uh, We'll start in order of uh, the the discussion. Jen, what's your score?
1: Um, I'm going to give it a... This is hard because I want to be really harsh. And I don't think it's fair because I hadn't experienced it at 100%. It's full capability. I'm gonna give it a two out of five. And as you said, if they come out with a like a remake or you know like an HD version where you can calibrate and all of that, I'll try it because I'm very curious to see what I was doing wrong <laughs> and if that was the issue. Then you know that's more kind of more on me than the game. But yeah, yeah, I I, I just oof, not good. Not good <laughs>
2: um i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a two and a half just for the mere fact that it's so difficult and if you are not musically inclined, it's very difficult to figure out because there's no like i said there's no real way to figure out if you're hitting the notes correctly like it kind of tells you, but it doesn't give you any any it doesn't like like on on a rock band or a guitar hero if you miss a note it'll tell you immediately that you missed the note mm-hmm. this doesn't do that it's just kind of if you if you hit like five notes in a row it'll give you five points and say you're doing okay that's it it doesn't like doesn't tell you which ones you missed or which ones you hit so yeah it's just kind of it, it it there's a <laughs> if they did do an hd remake they would need to fix that but
1: yeah yeah
2: two and a half for me
0: yeah so, as with the discussions, mine was going to be a three. Um, so I'm glad that I didn't have to adjust based on your critiques <laughs> being awful and then my score being lower. Um, I thought it was very, as, as the kids say nowadays, um, it was very mid um, in, in terms of it. I've been hanging around with a 15-year-old too much watching softball games. So all that, all that terminology is starting to osmosis into me. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, it's it's fine. Um, it it accomplishes what it needs to accomplish, um, if you if you you know take in the parameters of the of the time period. Um, I think it can be done better nowadays, and I don't think it's very fun or replayable um, in the current climate, especially since rhythm games have gotten much better. But um, I will give some credit for the time period that they come out. Um, so um, yeah, I think. I think that's all of my thoughts on Parappa. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get to the wheel. It looks like um, as the gods have smiled upon us, and um, we got uh, turtles in time. Um, so I think this would be a good um, uh, mashup stream um, to do next week. Um, You know, to have us, me play through Turtles in Time on uh, Monday um, on the stream, and then maybe we do our Wednesday stream with the new Turtles game. Um, That'd be cool. That's sort of a comparison there, especially since it's on Game Pass, and, um, you know, we can all sort of jump in and play it. Um, So, or, you know, and maybe members of the community out there um, will be able to jump in too. Uh, But yeah, so Turtles in Time is our game. Um, I... I played this game a lot, but I remember playing the arcade game more. The uh, the NES game, Turtles 2. Um, so it'll be good to go back to this to see what I remember and see if any muscle memory comes back. Um, so uh, experience with Turtles in
1: Time, you guys.
0: Um, um, go ahead,
2: Jen.
1: Thanks. Uh, I played a little bit of it with Dan, but I'm looking forward to doing it myself. At least, you know. On my own here and then obviously playing with you guys afterwards if you wanted to but i i don't have as much experience as like for example he would where he knows he remembers every single part of it and knows what to do so it'll be interesting but i'm looking forward to it i do enjoy the game from what i remember
2: yeah yeah i was i i'm more familiar with the arcade version of this game because it was one of the arcade games that they had at the arcade where where i lived when i was a kid. Mm-hmm. so it was one of the ones that we always played when it, when we went there whether it was for a birthday or if we were just going to, to hang out that was one of the games we played yeah um but the home version is a pretty pretty close version of the arcade game and i've played a decent amount of that version as well so it's going to be fun to go back and compare it to shredder's revenge now that i've i've been playing that so it's going to be uh especially now that I know like a little more of the intricacies of the controls, because it's one of those games that I don't have the, um, the manual for. So it, it's nice to have Treader's Revenge teach you how to play the
0: game. Mm, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see now that I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. So guys, um, that was fun. Um, yeah. Don't know if this is a, for the audience out there, a full commitment to all three of us back each and every week. Uh, but it was fun to get the gang back together uh, for yeah. this episode um, and have things to talk about. Um, you know, we still have the four rotating chair for Jonathan to make this a four person podcast um, at times. But um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, we had a lot of fun talking Final Fantasy VII, as you could tell, which we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, and also had some fun ripping apart the uh, first rhythm game, um, and would probably be seen as a great game if you played on Jammer Lab. So, Uh, That is for the people that weigh in the PS1 rhythm games. Um, So for Tom and Jen, I'm Mark, and we'll see you next time. Bye.